Welcome back. It's been a year since we've seen you last. And this is the first episode of the new semester of Budding Business. I'm your returning host, Sean Kuhn, joined by a new face in town, Dylan Adams. Nice to meet you guys. I'm happy to be a part of this podcast, and I love the direction that we're heading. Glad to have you here, Dylan. So before we get into what we're going to talk about today, I'd like to just introduce you to the audience for a second. So um, you have a dog at home, Dylan? I do. His name is Ace, and he is a 12-year-old Boston Terrier. What's his favorite holiday? He's a big fan of Eastern, but he is from New Orleans, so he might be a bit of a Mardi Gras guy, too. Always love a good time having a dog. Um, so if you could have dinner with one person, dead or alive, who would it be and where? It would probably be Joe Burrow at Skyline. Okay. I'm a big Bengals fan, and we got this playoff game coming up, and I just want to give him a nice, nice meal some inspiring words to get that win. Even as a Steelers fan, I can respect that answer. But that's a little bit of Dylan. You'll be getting to know him very well throughout the rest of the year. But uh, as far as that goes, now we can talk about some things that we have going on in Tigers, Inc. Um, first off, throughout the entire month of January, we're going to be doing a LYSA Storm FC equipment swap where we'll be collecting gently and lightly used soccer equipment then cleaning it, labeling it, and sorting it, and then distributing it to players that may need them. So uh, please stay tuned for your role in this, if you feel so inclined, so you can help out some young soccer players achieve their dreams. And on top of that, we're going to continue our Vibe Fitness marketing program. We've been doing it since the end of September, and since then we have seen a sharp increase in engagement through running and updating their social media and posting their flyers throughout their school. And another thing that we have going on, uh, we have upped our DCA plan. This is what I was talking about, about uh, getting more wealth management content out there. What our DCA plan is, um, basically, each month, we would have $300 to invest into our portfolio. So now what we're doing, we are upping that from $300 to $400 a month so that we can get even more sustained growth out of the investments that we're making. And again, I'll go into more detail about the comings and goings of wealth management as we go on, but... That'll be your first dip into the water of what goes on in that world. So our interview today is with a Loveland graduate by the name of Reese Heckman. He is a fourth year senior at Ohio State covering uh, chemical engineering as his major. He has done multiple internships where this has been a topic and the focus. And uh, we hope you enjoy his interview. Dylan, anything to say before we go on? Um. No. All right. Well, short and sweet. We'll see you on the other side. All right. Welcome back to the first interview of the new year with the Honorable. Oh, you're getting there. The Honorable Mr. Professor, Dr. Sir. I definitely butchered that. Yeah, you did. It's Reese Heckman, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Just uh, for a bit of disclaimer, I don't actually have any fancy titles. It's just a joke. Just need, So no one gets mad. But <laughs> yeah, uh, my name is Reese Heckman. I'm a fourth-year chemical engineering student at The Ohio State University. And I'm very happy to be your first guest of the new year. We're glad to have you. Now, I've known you for a really long time. And I've always known you to have this fascination with the world of science. One might call me a nerd. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Lovingly, of course. Where do you th would this inspiration come from? Or is there a person or a thing that you can point to and say, like, 
that's where it is. I think there was probably one major source. Obviously, there's been a lot. Um, but my grandpa would always take me around when I was younger, around his giant garden they had at my grandparents' house. Tell me all about all these different flowers and plants. I was just like, that's kind of neat. I want to figure out why other stuff kind of works the way it does. And that's kind of spiraled out of control into learning <laughs> about just about everything. <laughs> Um, one of my major fascinations throughout the years is always chemistry because it made things explode. Um, <laughs> these days, however, I do try to avoid making things explode because that's usually uh, not not good. <laughs> Thank you, Reese. Appreciate um, it. But yeah, chemistry is a big one. I had a really great chemistry teacher in high school, uh, Mrs. Chast. Shout out. You know, I know you're definitely listening to this. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she did a really good job. Definitely helps to have inspiring teachers for things. So you say that was the catalyst that like was high school itself or just like kind of learning more about science was that what made you go down this chemical engineering route uh i think i originally i was kind of like at one point just like oh i could be an engineer or something i was in seventh grade and then kind of moved away from that eventually i was like oh i want to be a neurosurgeon and then i was like no i don't want to go to med school and then i was like i'll be a biochemist and then when i was a sophomore i took the um plcw engineering classes here at loveland and I was like, this engineering thing is pretty cool. I'm good at chemistry too, so I should be a chemical engineer. And so that's how we got on that track. So what drew you to the Ohio State University? Excellent question. So I think the big one was I like the campus. That's pretty major for wherever you decide to go to college, if you decide to go to college. Um, because if wherever you decide to go, you're gonna be there for at least four years of your life. You know, that's pretty substantial. Uh, especially if you're like our young age, just like, you know, a quarter of your lifetime will be spent at this place and you're going to be spending tens of thousands of dollars to go there. So if you're going to go there, it might as well be somewhere you like. Uh, then also they had a pretty good program for engineering. I think we're top 20 for chemie now, hmm. at least for public schools. I think I can't remember the exact number, but it's close to that. Um, and then also it was Case Western was my number two place I was looking at. Um, I decided to go to Ohio State, though, just because I, I like the campus more. I thought, you know, big campuses can be, obviously, it's a huge campus. They can make big campuses feel small, but you can't make a small campus feel big. So that was another advantage for Ohio State. And then also, Case is a private school, so obviously it's a lot more expensive. Um, they did give me a pretty decent scholarship, but even after that, it was way less expensive to go to Ohio State. And I've always been told, you want to graduate college with a car payment instead of a house payment. Um, so going to Ohio State has definitely left me with a, a small car payment instead of a house payment. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way. I've never heard that one before. That's a really good way to look at yeah. it. Yeah, and then my parents were always kind of hammering that into me. It's like, you don't want to be going into monstrous amount of debts for your undergrad degree. Uh, and that was kind of hammered in. Like, my dad and I would always listen to this guy called Dave Ramsey on the Dave Ramsey show on AM radio, and he was driving me back from Boy Scouts back in the day. And he would talk to these people like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, retiring in five years, and I have $75,000 in student loan debt. I was like, I don't really want to go down that path. <laughs> um, so going to a cheaper school is definitely kind of worth it for that. Uh, and, like, with, especially the state of Ohio, we have so many good public schools. Like, you're going to get a decent education no matter where you go. So what type of work, you know, I've been doing in these, in college, whether it's in these classes or with some of these internships that I've known you taken on in the past couple of years? Yeah, so the internships are probably a bit more interesting. <laughs> uh, so I had one this past summer, and I'll actually be going back next summer because they gave me an offer to do it again. Um, they had a place called ITW Evercoat over in Blue Ash, and last summer I was working on self-healing coatings for automobiles. So it's basically like you put this coating on your car, and then if you get a light scratch, um, instead of scratching the paint and going through and seeing something that you have to deal with forever, it just fills itself in like it was never there. How did you get in touch with that group? Um, I would just literally apply to a bunch of internships on LinkedIn, and then mm -hmm. they interviewed me and decided they wanted to hire me. So <laughs> honestly, for your first internship, in my experience, it's just luck. 
you just got to apply to everything and just hope something catches eventually. So did you hear back from anyone else or were they just the most interesting mm-hmm. or like the first one? Yeah, before that, I had two other interviews and they decided uh, to pass just because I have to have experience, which is pretty common. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they were like, oh, yeah, we'll hire you. And then that actually got me, I think, my fall co-op at a company called Patel up in Columbus. Uh, which is like a big research and development institute. So like what happens there is some company or the government can come in and go, okay, we want this to be done. We'll pay you X amount of money to go do it. Uh, so I was working on a lot of government stuff, so I can't talk too much about it. <laughs> um, but I was trying to encapsulate some stuff inside these tiny little capsules are only a couple microns in diameter. And then also I was studying the rheological properties of some polymer systems. Okay, how... I know this is going to be hard to describe, but like how big is a micron compared to like... an everyday object so a micron is one millionth of a meter <laughs> so, so pretty small to say. yeah they're, 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 <laughs> very, they're small. very small uh, the wavelength of visible light is about half a micron usually oh <laughs> just in general wow yeah so what have been some of your big uh, takeaways so far with college and your internships mm-hmm. uh, work hard and it'll pay off really all of it's about quality over quantity Especially in college, like they're gonna know if you just kind of rush something out, and it won't impact. It won't definitely won't impact well on your grades and stuff. Um, but on the grade point, like kind of standpoint, don't worry too much about your GPA and stuff. Um, you're in college to have fun and stuff as well as get a you know get your degree and stuff. Uh, so make sure while you're in college, you have a good time. At least try to have a good time, and don't just worry about school. And then on the GPA front again, GPA isn't everything. Um, most companies really won't care about your GPA as long as it's above a 3.0. And in fact, sometimes if it's too high, they'll be kind of suspicious that you don't really have any kind of work-life balance at all. And you're just focusing on school. So you don't want to just focus on school. Make sure you have a good time as well. Word. And then, although if you're going to like grad school or med school or something, they do care about your GPA. So if you're going to do that, <laughs> you should probably, uh, you should worry about that a little bit. But again, make sure you have a good time still. So I just say it's like, it really honestly just depends on the situation, but you just have to find that balance yeah. somewhere. And then also a major thing that I've noticed is writing skills are super important. Just like in the event, like make sure you're good at writing papers and stuff, because in the event that you do have to rush one out, if you're better at writing, <laughs> it'll be less obvious than if you weren't. <laughs> so no matter what your focus is, you found that that is a crucial part. Yeah, for like all the different kinds of classes I've taken, being able to write well is really helpful, because then you don't have to spend as long writing these papers and stuff, so you get more time to do other stuff. True. True that you want to do because I don't know I don't know about you guys but I'm not I don't like writing papers you know so do you have any regrets or things that you wish you did differently so far in college do you think you missed out on any college experiences doing all these internships and working so hard and doing what you do uh, at least in terms of from the internships not really because most of the times like over the summer or something and then the one this past fall I was in Columbus so I basically got to like do all the college stuff without having to deal with any homework or anything um uh, I do think the only thing that really impacted my college experience was the uh, looming pandemic that kind of shut us down for about coming on two years now, uh, which did kind of put a damper on things. Um, but, you know, so I think I also would have liked to get into research a little bit. Uh, I was thinking about doing it. I was told myself after spring break, I had this biochem midterm. I'm going to look into it after that. But that was spring break of 2020. And we all know what happened around that time in 2020. <laughs> so would you say yeah. that maybe you're not as... I don't want to say bothered, but you don't think that the internships are too much of a tax on your time because it's it's something that, like, you're passionate about. It's something that you want to be doing anyway. Yeah, it's, like, something you're going to want to be doing. It's probably going to be something interesting, and usually they're, like, over the summer or something, so, like, you wouldn't be going to school anyway. And, like, True. most people I know, like, aren't in Columbus over the summer anyway, so, like, I'd just be sitting there if I wasn't. 
Um, and that also gets you a lot of experience doing an internship, which helps a lot. Like you graduate from college, you're like, oh, look, I can prove that I know how to do this stuff instead of saying, hey, I have a piece of paper that theoretically says I can do all of this. <laughs> Have you been doing an internship for every summer that you've been in college, or did you just start? No, I had one my freshman year. Uh, I worked at a company called Super Systems. Uh, I just knew people through my network that got me in there just mm-hmm. do stuff a little bit to make some money for college. And then my first, like, kind of, like, I'd say official chemical engineering-related mission trip, um, not mission trip. <laughs> it was not a mission trip. It was an internship. Um, it, it was a, oh, just this past summer, so it kind of takes a while. And then, I, I don't know, the pandemic probably didn't help either. Like, a lot of companies were hiring after my sophomore year, so, like, Maybe I could have gotten in then, but. So what are some of your goals that you have for your career, whether that's relating to your internships right now or with whatever degree you get? Where, where do you want this to be taking you? Uh, I like right now, because I'm kind of on the R&D track, I'd like to invent some cool stuff. Just be able to say, oh, yeah, I invented that. What's like one idea that you have if you feel comfortable sharing? Well, I'm not going to snitch. <laughs> ah, okay. I can't say I didn't try. Yeah. Uh, but like, is there a. I know you and your brother Evan have talked to me a lot sometimes about your uh, various business plans. Oh, yeah. We're going to start a real estate empire. So, exactly, uh, yeah. Kellen Weathers, you better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also think I, I think it'd be cool to be CEO someday. Obviously, that's not just in the next five or ten years. It'd probably be like 20 or 30 years out. But I think it'd be cool to be at the helm of some just massive uh, kind of institution where I could kind of dedicate a lot of time to these really big projects that could really make an impact on the world and other people. Um, a big one, I think, is climate change, finding some way, even if it isn't some company that's like, oh, we're going to do this, just finding a way to mitigate kind of climate change because that's probably the most substantial task that our generation is going to be faced with dealing with. I agree. That'd be really cool. Mm-hmm. So would you say at least where you want to take you, much like I was kind of saying earlier, you want it to be some of that follows your passion with science, but yeah. I also think your passion with science also comes with, you know, just pa- compassion, wordplay. Mm-hmm. For the environment, the people around you, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, that's probably pretty close. And then, yeah, no matter what I end up doing, if I end up going to management stuff, obviously become a CEO, I'm still going to have that scientific mindset. Obviously, I'm going to be a scientist forever. And just kind of applying that to whatever I do, because the scientific method, well, it does have its flaws. is very good at getting things done. I like that. So outside of your career goals, do you have any personal goals for the near future? Yes, this isn't really near future, but I'd like to go to space. I just, think, I just think it would be pretty what cool. What inspired enough. you to shoot for the stars? Uh, you know, I kind of like grew up watching all the space shuttles go up and stuff. I had a uh, poster of the uh, space shuttle Enterprise on my wall as a child. <laughs> so I was looking at that, I was like, oh, that'd be cool to go to space. And then back then, that wasn't, you know, something that you could just do. And nowadays, it's looking a lot more like that'll just be something you're like, I want to go to space. And you can just go to space. Well, maybe you and Jeff Bezos can team up and. No, I'm going for Elon. I'm, I'm more fan of Elon Musk. Why not Virgin Galactic? They can't even go to orbit, man. Uh, <laughs> I want to go to the moon, so I feel like only going to orbit doesn't really get it done, you know? moon would be cool. Yeah. I mean, they did put an amusement park on the moon in Futurama, so... Mm, there, there we go. I'll go ride a roller coaster on the moon. <gasps> there it is. Yeah. You can own a theme park. There we go. On the moon. Yeah, all right. All right. Copyrighted that. Perfect. No one else take my idea. <laughs> Moonland. Copyright resegment. Yeah. 2022. Okay. So, now we are reaching the end of this interview. Is there a closing message or just something that you want to get out to the people? Uh, benediction time oh yeah yeah gotta keep that meme going um I don't know work hard have fun follow your passions follow your dreams don't let your dreams be dreams who said that was that kid president I can't remember who said it I just remember like don't let your dreams be dreams oh that's Shia LaBeouf oh it is just do it (laughs) yeah so just do it um yeah go Nike um (laughs) follow your dreams do what you want 
I guess not necessarily do what you want. As long as doing what you want gets something done, I guess. Doing what you want gets something done. Yeah. That's a good way to end yeah. it. Instead of invoking Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. That's better. Yeah. All right, thank you for your time, Reese. We appreciate yeah, thank it. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure. back in the studio it's just me and Dylan now so uh, what did you think about what Reese had to say what did you take away from it well first of all I just want to say Reese is a very good kid and he's definitely gonna be going places in his lifetime he I likes agree. to stay on top of things he's a very disciplined and resourceful guy and he likes to spend that extra time to take advantage of the opportunities that are presented to him I think we all could learn a lesson from Reese in that way because I think a lot of us are either unaware or just not willing to take that step, you know, to go out and try new things and, again, take advantage of those opportunities. So all the power to Reese for doing that. But I think another really important thing, uh, this has been a consistent theme throughout a lot of the guests that we've had on already, is that many of them seem to have such a good understanding of who they are, what their strengths are, where their passions lie, that when they get to the point where it's their time for them to have a career or a job, they already know what it is because they know what they love and they know how they can make what like makes them go into a career. And Reese definitely exhibits that. I've known him for a very good chunk of my life. And as I said in the interview, he's always been this really into science type of kid. So take something from Reese, be disciplined, stay on top of yourself, but also get to know yourself because that's just as important as being skilled in anything. That's going to be enough for us today. Thank you for tuning in to Budding Business. It's been a pleasure. We'll see you next week, Butters. That's right. You guys are Butters now. Get used to it. Have a good one.